0: Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association.
1: Hey, good morning again, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to today's Issues, or good afternoon, if you live in the Eastern time zone. You're listening to American Family Radio. And uh, we thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Tagliano And Fred Jackson <clears throat> slipped out of the room and is replaced now by Steve Jordahl, as happens daily. Good morning, Steve. Hey
0: there, everybody.
1: How you doing, Brother
0: Steve? I'm, it's a good day.
1: Good to hear. You're, day here. you're it's a Thai man, aren't you, Steve? Uh,
0: you know, <laughs> I do. I dress. I don't have to. But right. I dress. Uh, I you wear a tie and a shirt, and and the reason is because I have a collection of ties that I had when I worked at Focus on the Family when we had to wear them, and before, I just like them. So you do have, ni- yeah, nice ties.
1: I've complimented yes, you, you that yeah. many. So times. that tie you got right, right there, give me the history of that one.
0: Uh, it's a Men's Warehouse, I believe, tie, and uh, I chose it because I like the colors <laughs> and it goes with the shirt, and it's not a patterned tie because it's a patterned
2: shirt.
1: But how long have you had it? Oh, maroon. maroon I, I this oh, one purple. I don't know.
0: Probably it's probably before I got here. So maybe seven, eight years.
1: Yeah. I just want how, how long do people keep clothes in their closet? The I, have, oh, my I have some
3: nice ties that I I don't wear, but I've kept them. I've had them for ties. I'll keep.
0: I have a tie that I got when I was working. Um, I was working a, a Christmas job when I was between. Back when I was in California and between jobs, uh, I got a, a a job, a Christmas temp job, selling suits. Yeah, and uh, doing fittings and everything. And so um, there was a tie on the rack there that that they were selling. I just I looked at it every day. And I was That's such a cool tie. I want that tie. I want that tie. So before I left, I got that tie. So this was probably nineteen and a uh, uh, oh, 1991 wow. I still have the tie. I still wear it. A 90 year old
1: tie. A, a vintage 91 tie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, Will you let us know when you roll into the office with that on? I'd like to. T- yeah. Sure. I'll
0: wear I'll it, like it tomorrow. You. How about that?
1: Okay. You do that.
0: Right.
3: I, well, Tim's more interested in it than I am, but yeah, I think I'll it's just, a cool I, well, story, just, but uh, well, it's his, just, his show, so,
0: you know,
1: yeah, I'll, I'll just, wear it tomorrow. Just, <laughs> <the tie> is, <laughs> he pays me, you don't. Yes, that's true. My <laughs> dad wore a tie most all his career, yes. well, his whole life, yeah. because he was a Methodist minister back in the 60s and 70s, and he didn't always wear a suit and tie every day, but he wore a tie. And usually a white shirt, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yeah, yeah. And so I I, I, uh, I rebelled <laughs> against that and uh, i have been in a state of rebellion for 40 years now.
0: The good thing about wearing a shirt and tie every day is I can have a casual day anytime I want. I just... Oh, you don't know gonna... how casual I could get. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there's that casual, not that casual. And
1: after the pandemic hit, the whole world just started wearing their pajamas to
0: work. <laughs> right.
1: Uh, that was just uh... <laughs> That's, Yeah, That's true story. True.
0: This, this is when Focus on the Family decided to stop making everybody wear ties. They we had to wear ties to work every day. And, you know, Focus is, is fairly public ministry, and oftentimes they'd have to do national hits on fo- Fox or different shows. Yeah. And the, the way that they want you to dress there is with a, maybe a coat and tie and just a button-up shirt with no tie. So spokespersons, people that spoke for the ministry, were having to take off their ties to go on national television. Oh, So I started thinking, maybe we're just a little out of step. So then they stopped <clears throat> making us wear ties. All right, Steve, what do hey. you got? Well, you'll be glad to know that Mm -hmm. uh, USA Today has named its Women of the Year. Not
1: Woman of the Year, Women of the Year.
0: Women of the Year, several of them. But among them is Richard Levine. Oh, you mean the assistant?
3: uh, Yeah. Now going by the name of Rachel. Uh, Health and Human Services? That's
0: right. The assistant secretary of Health and Human Services, Richard Levine, is one of the Women of the Year for uh, USA Today. You know, Doing such good oh, work there as goodness. Assistant Secretary of Health. So what you're
1: Humanities. saying is USA Today is acknowledging, uh, is is saying that a transgendered person is a woman. You're a woman. Saying that a man is a woman of the year. He's a man. He's a man. But they're calling him a woman <sighs> because well, he yeah. wants to be called a woman. Well, they,
0: they're they they're being woke, making yeah, a point, I being suppose. being woke, yeah. Yeah.
3: And, I, right. and I'm guessing they're proud of themselves for it. I'm sure they're very proud. They're showing, they're proud. showing their, their it's the It's, the, it's, it's America's
0: Woken. paper. All right, go ahead. Steve. All right. Uh, the latest chapter in the uh, battle between Senator Rand Paul and, uh, and Anthony Fauci has uh, made its appearance. By
1: the way, let me just say this. There's not a lot I would pay for a pay-per-view, but if... Anthony Fauci and Rand Paul want to get in a ring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I will. I'll, I'll. I'll shell out the fifty bucks to watch that one. I'll bring the huh? chips and guacamole. Okay. Tips, you do that. I know you like Notice the
0: guapa, that guacamole? He's paying for the thing. Guacamole. You're just yeah. bringing the uh, chips. You bring I'm the, the chips and guacamole.
1: I'll pay the fifty bucks, and we'll watch our pay-per-view <laughs> <laughs> boxing match. There you go. Between Rand Paul and Anthony Fauci. Rand Paul's are, pretty. They're about in the same weight category. Are they really? Yeah. I, I think thought so. Rand Paul was yeah, a Rand little Paul, bigger. But. And Paul, I'm gonna guess his weight somewhere around 175 or 80. I'm gonna say Fauci's 165, 170.
3: So we'll have a tail of the tape, so we can yeah. tell who. Yeah. I don't
1: know what the reach inches uh, an- are. I don't think Anthony Fauci has uh, much, much of, much of a reach. reach. Okay.
3: <laughs> um, he may have to fight like a T-Rex. Where's he
1: gone? By the way, Anthony Fauci, Doctor Anthony Fauci, he is like he hasn't been. Yeah, like Joe DiMaggio. COVID's, COVID's All right, it's over,
0: man.
3: Where COVID have you is
1: going? either
0: over or else the his Anthony inconvenient Fauci. truths. By the way, that match would be the undercard to the uh, Elon Musk uh, Putin, <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Yeah, fight. yeah You because get both he's of them challenging politics, right to a man on mano, mano. <laughs> right? So anyway, um, this is what's happening. Anthony uh, Senator Ryan is going to be in a committee today, and he's introducing an amendment to a bill there that would actually fire Anthony Fauci, take him away from his position. As the head of the National Institutes of Allergies and Infectious Diseases, which he's been since 1984, he S- says, S-
1: "Senator Paul, you're talking Senator about. Senator Paul he's introduced this. He knows that's not going to pass. I think he knows it's not going to pass. He's, he's just making, making a point, a statement. Yeah, making right?
0: A- and He doesn't want tyrants. He says this, a point. this right? He says uh, he's seeking to decentralize Fauci's role so that no petty tyrant can monopolize political influence in the name of public health." <laughs>
1: I don't know. Just Dr. Anthony Fauci has not been in the news last two or three weeks. I don't know if he's on vacation or if this indicates that uh, the pandemic is over.
3: I think nobody cares anymore. And so duly noted who who wants to
1: have, who wants to bring that up again? Yeah, I mean, it's not that I'm waiting around for the latest interview so I can <laughs> click on it and watch it. I'm just saying that you can't help, but no, you couldn't help That's but true. notice him on news sites and so forth. Uh, you know, up until about three weeks ago or so. You have to admit maybe though, he's got COVID
0: <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> you huh? have to admit it was good copy. I mean, we I'm got not, we gave us something to I'm talk about. I'm not
1: saying I hope he has COVID. Two I said years. perhaps he has COVID. You know, President Obama has COVID. That's now. right. You know.
3: Yeah, I just I I think I mentioned to you I uh somebody that uh, I've heard of somebody here recently who got COVID, and I thought. Good grief! You know, I, it had just slipped from my mind, and I thought,
1: "We're done we, with." We that, are. But- we are. We're on the tail end of the omicron variant, um, and so your your last people who hadn't had it are getting it now. Yeah. And but, to President Obama, you know, he did a uh, tweet, I guess it was about it. You know, selling his symptoms. Yeah. And the obligatory, if I God. The Lord, I don't think he says, thank the Lord, but he says, thankfully I had the vaccine or else, you know, uh, this could have been worse. Yes. And I'm going, uh, no, no. <laughs> the Omicron variant was not dangerous. It didn't go to the lungs. People had a cold, if they had anything at all. Yeah. I'm talking about the vast, vast majority of people. So, right. and then he said, and then he ended with, go ahead and get the vaccine, even though the virus is going away. I'm paraphrasing. That's basically what he said. Listen,
3: everyone knows if they've been listening for a while. I'm a hockey fan. I'm a Boston Bruins fan. When the game is played in Boston, they carry the feed from Boston. The uh, sports announcer there, Jack Edwards, every game has a public service announcement for getting your booster shots. Still? Still. Just the other day, I said – are they still pushing that? He says, hey, "Check out this blah 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 to get your booster." Your uh, you know what? it was, Pfizer or whatever. And I thought, wow, Massachusetts is still pushing the booster
1: shot. Nobody's getting it.
0: <laughs> well, I just saw yesterday. I guess uh, one of the drug companies, one of the doctors said, "Now we're uh, there." Another uh, vaccine is coming. Another round four. I think it is now. They're saying that we're. Going I think to need Tim. More. When
3: I, we heard that, Tim said, "I think it was you, Tim." This is an issue of hey, we've got a large inventory right? <laughs> in our yeah. in our distribution center. We need to push that to get get rid well, of. I that. think
1: we're going to start hearing some discounts. Discounted booster. We're pretty soon. We're going to see the vaccine at garage sales. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's tapes. time for a generic.
0: Yeah. It's time for a generic vaccine. It, what, you,
1: it. you know, you got your. Uh, books from the 50s 60s and 70s you got yeah. some cassette tapes you got some sweaters that nobody wants to wear anymore and then you right. got your covid vaccine for uh, 75 you cents you get your
3: uh, dynamite sweatshirt <laughs> from good times and then yes. you get your discount
1: okay said president 50. obama about his uh, his bout with covid i have a scratchy throat i've had a scratchy throat for a couple of days but I'm feeling fine. Otherwise, Michelle and I are grateful to be vaccinated and boosted. And, uh, let's see, where did he say, did that, did I have a, did you get the dramatic effect I did. of that? I, Very oh, dramatic. It, he, anyway, he said, uh, he said, everybody go out and get, get your, get your booster. And it's one of those things. Uh, nobody's listening. I don't think uh, uh-huh. to, huh? Unless the virus comes back in a substantial way, people aren't going to go put more stuff in their bloodstream for no good reason. Right. (laughs) They're just not. Next story, Steve.
0: Well, the third uh, undercard for this uh, pay-per-view that we're going to go see might be Tulsi Gabbard against uh, Mitt Romney. They are fighting over uh, the claim that there are biolabs that the United States may or may not be funding in Ukraine. And uh, Tulsi, along with Tucker Carlson, says, yeah, we're we're in the middle of doing research and bio-research in Ukraine, and if these things fall into Russian hands, there's no, no telling what could do, not to even mention if they're, you know, hit by a missile, what happens. Um, and uh, Romney said, you are being treasonous by just porting Russian disinformation. And so uh, Tulsi was having none of that, and she replied, this is cut out. Eight.
2: Senator Romney, you've called me a treasonous liar simply for stating the fact that there are over 25 US funded biolabs in Ukraine, which, if breached, would release and spread deadly pathogens across the United States and the world, and therefore they must be secured so that we can prevent any new pandemics from occurring. Now, bizarrely, you claim that securing these labs or even calling for securing these labs is treasonous and will lead to a loss of life when the exact opposite is obviously true. The spread of pathogens is what will cause the loss of life, not the prevention of such a spread. So, Senator Romney, please provide evidence that what I've said is not true and treasonous. And if you cannot, you should do the honorable thing. Apologize resigned from the US Senate.
1: Ooh yeah. <laughs> I think I think what happened there, Tucker Carlson dealt with this on his program too. I did not watch the segment. I'm guessing what happened there is that Mitt Romney misinterpreted what Tulsi Gabbard she's a Democrat. Is she still in the she's Congress? She's, no no she, she's she's not she's, she's not. a Ex-Congresswoman she's
0: ex congresswoman from Hawaii.
1: She's ex Democrat congressman, but she's Libertarian slash conservative right. on a lot of issues. Um, she's just saying that we, that, that these labs exist in the Ukraine and they have, they're dangerous if they're bombed, I guess is what are destroyed that they right. could, well, she just said it, right? right. Right. I think if I had to guess what Mitt Romney, the Senator from Utah who's from Massachusetts by Michigan uh, uh, uh I think I think what uh he's t- interpreting that is uh she's giving an excuse for why Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine. I am just guessing this is what happened here.
0: Russia is saying that the United States is complicit in funding biolabs in but Ukraine. We need to
1: say bioweapons. Bioweapons
0: yeah. in Ukraine. And um so Two things could be true. Uh, Russia could be saying this as a means to kind of spike the ball or to try to get controversy. And the United States apparently is funding research, not, not necessarily weapons. And I don't think that uh, Tucker ever said that they're developing weapons, but research into deadly pathogens. And there, he provided several clips. Victoria Nuland, the State Department, uh, has confirmed this and other people have confirmed that indeed – over the years, the United States has been involved in research facilities of um, medical-grade pathogens, dangerous stuff, uh, in Ukraine. Uh, so both things can be true. But Well,
3: and, and also I, I, do, I do want to point out, because I don't know wh- who's telling the truth here, uh, th- to, to be fair to the other side of this issue, wh- one of the explanations is that these are old Soviet labs or old Russian labs that the US is been involved with in Ukraine trying to uh safely discard the old research like anthrax and stuff like that, and to shut these labs down. So that that's the conflict as to which explanation you believe. So one side says the US is operating, illegally operating these labs are paying for it in ukraine and so uh, hopefully we'll find out but Mm. we certainly don't want these uh, labs suddenly militarily Mm. destroyed if there are deadly pathogens because we just went through a pandemic we don't want these kinds of things spreading around the world if that's what's happening at these labs but I, i i certainly don't think it's treasonous for tulsi gabbard to be discussing this it can't be treason Unless you're you're working against the United States, I don't yeah, know what, what but, dog the United States has in the fight here in between Ukraine and Russia. It's not treason to say.
1: Yeah, Romney should have just kept his trap shut right there. Yeah, huh? I don't. I don't know why he fired that one off. Uh, talking about Mitt Romney.
3: If Tulsi Gabbard's right, we ser- she certainly has a right to discuss it.
1: She, and, did, she and didn't say. Therefore, Vladimir Putin is justified in right. invading Ukraine. By the way, you just see this. Just I don't know if this is breaking news, but I was looking at the Fox News website that uh, says Fox News cameraman Pierre yeah. uh, Pierre. I can't pronounce his last name. Yeah, uh, it's
0: a um, like Krusky.
1: It looks like maybe he was killed in it killed in uh, uh, Ukraine.
0: Yeah, was, so he was along. There's another. There's a reporter that they have. His name is Bob.
1: Benjamin Hall, right? Benjamin
0: Hall. He was the cameraman for Benjamin Hall. Apparently, the Benjamin Hall injured and is in the hospital and having a hard time figuring out how badly he's injured. How, how did? But they his get hurt? cameraman, they were in crossfire. They they oh, were okay. covering the war at the front and they got they got caught in the fire, and the cameraman was killed. Um, Fox News is is reporting that. Saw a tweet from some liberal on. Uh, Uh, on uh, Twitter, who was kind of spiking the ball, said, yeah, oh, boo-hoo, a Fox cameraman, someone, a a cameraman was killed covering a war for a network that, you know, spouts Uh, disinformation.
3: Those people are monsters.
0: monsters. Oh, so bitter and terrible. Anyway, it is sad. It's very sad. that, uh, And this is part of what reporters do occasionally, uh, if you want to hear. I found an interesting website. I'll have uh, Brent... I'll talk to you, see if we want to have Brent put this up. There's a website that some women in Ukraine are are uh post, there's posting raw video and raw pictures to get the word out about what's going on. And so all of the you, you remember seeing the drone, if you've been watching TV, you see the drone flight over uh Russian all of that video and some of the atrocities of war unfiltered are on this website the to go and find out what's going on in Ukraine. It's it's reporters. It's good For reporters, but yeah, some pretty heady, pretty ugly stuff. Um, You know, all these uh, refugees uh, from Ukraine are pouring into neighboring countries, including Poland and uh, Hungary. And it turns out that in the middle of all this, you cannot, just like global warming, you cannot let the politics of woke sexuality go unnoticed. The EU is sanctioning both Hungary and Poland. They are putting economic sanctions in the middle of them trying to take in millions of refugees. Why? Because Hungary and Poland refuse to uh, honor every European Union value. This is what they're saying, values. Um, uh,
1: It's it's the LGBTQ stuff. It is
0: the LGBTQ, because they're two conservative countries that don't... uh, Poland and Hungary. Poland and Hungary.
1: Poland's uh, primarily Catholic.
0: Yeah. Conservative
1: and Hungary, I don't know if they're Catholic or Protestant, but they're very conservative in their uh,
0: Orbán in, in their views,
1: Hungary, yeah. and uh, so they don't promote the LGBTQ stuff enough for the EU. So that's ridiculous to punish them. I don't know what kind of sanctions they're imposing uh, while these countries are trying trying to absorb millions of refugees uh, from Ukraine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Hungary
3: is just over fifty-one percent. One of the last national censuses, just over fifty-one percent Roman Catholic. Hungary is Hungary is, and then there's a, a variety of others: Reformed Church, Calvinist, sixteen percent, three percent Lutheran, et cetera, et cetera. But the, obviously, the culture war exists it within Western civilization. Yeah, that's where yeah. this, and, and yeah. so. For Poland and Hungary, Poland maybe as much, maybe as much as the United States, with Pope John Paul, and then uh, what was the uh, the the leader of uh, of Poland at the time? Anyway, Lech Walesa. Lech Walesa. He he was head of the unions, I think, right. at, the, at the time. It led to the their actions their solidarity s- solidarity leading to the collapse of the Soviet right. Union.
0: Yeah. Poland gave us John Paul the gave the yeah. world John Paul II. Yeah. Back so, when conservative uh, Catholic Church was conservative. Yes.
3: So uh, the the uh, the culture war, the point I'm trying to make, the culture war is going to be seen anywhere there's Western civilization because there is a war between the Judeo-Christian worldview it was instrumental in creating what we now know of as Western civilization and this new secularist push
0: for uh, a humanist utopia. mark
3: story, Steve.
0: Well, uh, let's just end with this. Uh, new York City is uh, in the throes of trying to figure out how to end its COVID restrictions. And one of the things that they've said is that you no longer have to wear masks in public places Um the NBA, however, still is not allowing you, if you've not had a vaccine, uh, to play. So, one of the stars, uh, Kyrie Irving of the uh, Nets, New Jersey Nets, is uh, is allowed to attend the game without a mask, but cannot play in the game. In New York. In New York. Uh, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> It's a little crazy.
1: So you got a professional athlete paid millions of dollars. He lives in New York. New York had had heretofore mm-hmm. forbidden, uh, unvaccinated people to or well to, 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 play right in, in the, in their, in their Coliseum, not their Coliseum, but Coliseum right. lo- located in the city of New York or state of New York. And so he's, he gets to sit on the bench, or now sit in the stands and cheer on his teammates without a mask, not not vaccinated, because his the NBA won't let him play.
0: Well, public yeah. sur- public places you can go without a mask. Private sector vaccine mandates are still in place.
3: It, it just
1: shows you how, sector, ridi- how, ridi- how ridiculous this is. I just wonder how long you're going to keep on, keep up this charade. You hey, know? so
3: you didn't have the uh, the lady imitating Kamala Harris Try I, to bring that to the show tomorrow? tomorrow?
0: I, I I just found that before I came in
3: the studio. Why is that funny? It's a perfect she, imitation. To so tomorrow you're going to bring
1: you're going to bring in video of the lady who imitates Kamala Harris. I will. And you're going to wear some kind of what what tie you it's wear?
0: Uh, my favorite tie from uh, the, the '80s. Yeah, it would have been the '90s. Or, oh, the '80s and '90s. The '90s. All right,
1: all right. Uh, Folks, thanks for joining us on today's issues on American Family Radio. Take care, and we'll see you tomorrow.